You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubber enough. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday that feels like a Monday. Ah, oh, these days are the best, Jeffrey. You really in America? In America, we've invented a lot of things, right? We gotta invent the four-day week. Yeah. Everything about it's better. Because then you got the three-day weekend. That's uh-huh. good. And then you got the four-day week until you got the three-day weekend. Yeah, I just no? suspect. I, sus- I listen. Sign me up. I'm, I'm in. I'm in with you. I suspect we can start uh, right here on ninety two nine. Be a trendsetter for America. I don't. I think uh, there might have been some employees that might have abused some opportunities the last few years. I don't think this is going to be a great we can run. Work, if we can work, I don't from think it's going to be a great run for workers' rights here the next like decade or so. Today on the radio show, let's see. Because it's Tuesday. It's not Monday. Correct. It's Tuesday. Let's be clear about that. Mm-hmm. Chris Harrington's going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. And, uh, and then it's Fish on Friday on Tuesday. Uh, because it is, in fact, Tuesday. We do have a lot to get to before then. So we got a jam-packed second hour before then. we got a whole lot of things we have to talk about, uh, including... The NBA uh, finals are now set, and the Celtics heat game, further confirmation of a truth that I have uh, been talking about for at least a month now. We'll get to that in just a moment. How was your weekend, Jeffrey? Weekend was solid, Jeff. I I actually realized when Mark was calling me this morning, like, I didn't really go online. I didn't read anything. So, like, I had a a fantastic. What was the best thing you ate? The best thing you ate this weekend. The single best thing. All right, so. I'll give you a two. Two. Because I, I, answering the question myself, I'm torn between two things. Jeff, what was the best thing you ate this weekend? Well, that's interesting. You should ask. Um, I would say went to Queen of Sheba, 
Yep. On, I look right by right, on summer. On summer. Yep. And Queen of Sheba is right next to Charlie's Meat Market. Which which evidently, this name changes name. My, my wife it's, told me that last week too. It still <laughs> says Charlie's there. Yes, though. but apparently it's like something triangle. I've like never bought anything going, from Charlie's. They're going to a rebrand. Obviously, I have because I'm right there. It's called Triangle Meats yeah. or something. Yeah. You live? How far do you live? Right. I there? maybe I live right at the. And corner. you find the meats, but like with all due respect, better meat at Charlie's than at Costco. Um, no, but it's more convenient and, you know, shop and it's local. And a show, well, shop local, yes. local legendary place. Correct. I bet they can, they can customize a cut however you want it, right? Correct. And I can, there's also some nostalgia. I mean, it's like the first place I remember my mom. I love like, the idea of going th- into a meat market. Throwing us the, into the thing, Then you get the meat. Yeah. Does it come in a brown, wrapped up in a oh, yeah. brown? Oh, yeah. They yeah, wrap it up for you. No, it's, it's, wrapped it's, up it's, in it's a traditional, string. traditional meat house. Yeah. That's great. So well, while you're over there, go to Queen of Sheba. And uh, it's a... Two of my favorite places that I go to now are Foso 8, uh, and which I guess is, I guess you'd call it Hickory Hill. And, uh, and is it on Winchester? On summer. It's kind of on Winchester y area yeah. over there. I don't know. And, and the, both these places are total hole in the walls. And it's what I, one thing I like about them. And a queen Although of. Sh- I don't know what counts as a hole in the wall in summer. Everything's a Everything's hole in the wall. Everything's a hole in the wall in summer. Yeah. So. But it's very informal there at Queen of Sheba. And honestly, the best thing that I had there, they had the bread comes out. It's the it's like the size of a pizza, large pizza. But it's just a it's just a big piece of flat warm bread. Mm. And then do you like hummus? I like hummus. I like hummus fine. This is good hummus yeah. though. Like I'm not hummus, but I just I'm telling you, it's warm bread. Hummus, whatever else. I'm that not was, anti-hummus, but yeah. That was the thing though. Like that was actually better than the mm-hmm. Than anything else I had there, that. And then it was Claire. Claire's the woman in my life now. And uh, we were going to, it's her, it was a birthday Sunday. Our restaurant's birthday, not Claire. open Sunday. Uh, it depends. But yeah, it's not, tried, it, there are plenty that are not. Yes. I tried to get into any of the yeah. Andrew Michael. Or, yeah. But and most, of those, closed or most of those places Sunday's are going to be closed. closed or like they, it's like brunch only. So we went to Coastal mm-hmm. at four. Okay. It's a great time for dinner. <laughs> you can tell that I didn't exactly yeah. plan. Y- yeah. Right? Correct. But it's not a bad time to eat on a sun on a No, this was Sunday. This was Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. And um and honestly, like the scene at Coastal was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coastal's a Yeah, no, gr- great the building. Food was okay. That yeah, sounds like Coastal. But the portions raw, are good. The, I will say this. Coastal Coastal loads you up. The raw oysters. Mm-hmm. Do you like raw oysters? The, I've I've gotten to where I'll eat you them because my them. wife likes them. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Tastes like the ocean. Like it's uh, you get the, like an oyster. And, and I like and I and I have, I was acquired taste for raw oysters for me. As you no, know. I, I would agree. But I sort of had it. I came to it late. But now I do like them. I don't like if they're giant. Like if they're size of a dinner plate. That I seems found a lot to I've, slurp down. I've found that as long as they pair nicely with cocktail sauce cocktail or like that sauce, vinegar a stuff, yeah, on a cracker, oh, yeah. and you just whoop, but notice. Notice I like them a lot. Really more. good. Yeah, those are the best things I ate. That we, we, odd choice for a Memorial Day weekend. You would have thought it might have been a steak or a burger. No, it was no. The hummus at Queen of Sheba and the raw oysters at Coastal. So Friday, Ali and I, we we've been doing this thing where on Friday nights we're trying to be human beings again oh, and like actually go go somewhere. somewhere? Uh-huh. Correct. So we went to Memphis Pizza Cafe. Yeah, piping hot, and it's the first time I've had MPC like in person. In person, in, in I don't know what years. Flavor? 
So we did like a half and half. I just go with the the hay meat, whatever. Meat. The one, meat. It's hey like, meat. I think, I think it's, it's like hay meat. meat. Yeah, it's, oh, it's just the meat lover's great. pizza. She got buffalo chicken. I love um, I love both of those. And delicious. You knew it was good, too, because you could see the grease on the pan. You're just like, oh, yeah. I have come a long way. Oh, when I first yeah. moved to Memphis, I was like, Memphis Pizza Cafe is okay. Yeah. But then I really like it now. And I don't know whether. It's the crust. It's, it's, I, I love really cracker crust. Like it. I like the buffalo chicken's terrific. Yep. And the pepperoni, the classic pepperoni's delicious. Yeah. The, it's, it's the crust, everything. Hot, and it was piping hot, delicious. It, and they had the TVs going, which is always nice That's to see. It's nice. Um, Saturday, we grilled like a half chicken. Huh. It was good. Um, but like, that's just something we've done before. Right. Sunday, we did takeout from, uh, Costa Mexicana. And then s- yesterday was burgers and dogs at my parents' house. And I would have liked a burger. I like a burger. I, I anyway. like, I like my holiday hot dog. Like I eat it on Fishman, Fishman, by mm-hmm. the way, because Gabe asked me. I'm on with Gabe every day at five, and Gabe asked me to rank. In it was a Memorial Day special question: uh, hamburgers, hot dogs, and brats. And it seemed clear to me the correct ranking there. It's not even close. Is hamburger, brat, hot dog, uh, and and this I, I said you can you can pick the hot dog if you're eight. Otherwise, you're not allowed to pick the hot dog above a brat or a burger. He was outraged by this. You, it's not a bad, hot dog is okay as a side dish. Like if you're getting the cheeseburger and you want to have a side hot dog. You're not building the plate around the hot dog. If you have a side as a hot dog, that's fine. But you can't have a hot dog as a main dish. No, no, I'm in complete agreement. You're not, the the, the hot dog cannot be the foundation of your plate. No, no, it's a a side. It's like a vegetable instead of salad or a hot dog. Correct. Uh, Anyway, all right, Chris Harrington, straight up 10 o'clock, and then we have fish on Friday. On Tuesday, the truth, Jeffrey, the truism that just continues to be reinforced time and time and time again. Sometimes when I hit on things, I'm not even aware of my own genius. Like the whole idea of you just keep rolling the dice on quarterbacks until you get one. There's no price that's too high to pay for a quarterback. Yes, all especially that. if you don't have one. Right. And that, that, that's continued to be, to be borne out here the truism that I've established six weeks ago or a month ago or whatever, it was in the wake of the Grizzlies debacle at the end, was that endings are terrible. And you can't put too much stock in an ending because they tend to look awful and make you feel bad and be messy and make you feel like the world is ending and you should blow the whole thing up. And I give you as evidence the Philadelphia 76ers. I give you as evidence the Phoenix Suns. I give you as evidence... The Memphis Grizzlies. I give you as evidence the Milwaukee Bucks. And I give you as evidence, I probably missed a few others in there. I give you as evidence the Boston Celtics. Proves my point, doesn't it, Jeffrey? Like, they, whatever they accomplished this year, however scrappy they were in fighting back from three zip. However miraculous was their win in game six, all we're left with is this dog of a game that they submitted last night. Right. They made us watch again. That they pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely Actually, pathetic. Actually, we should be angry with them. We sh- I am, in fact, angry with them. I'm, I'm not, the only reason I'm not angry with them is it affirms my general point 
that endings don't tend to be sweet. Your team doesn't tend to end the season in a way that makes you feel great about everything going forward. It's just not the way it works unless you're the Sacramento Kings, a team that's freaking lucky just – not lucky, happy just to be back in the playoffs. Correct. Then the endings don't have to be messy. Yeah, but guess what, Sacramento? Next year. Yeah, those innings are going to start. Next year. Getting, we'll yeah, see what today, those endings today, are Today you got a free year. pass. And so Just hang uh, in there. And so we we have Boston, which is now left with oh my freaking god, we got to give the supermax to Jalen Brown. Holy crap, are you serious? The dude had eight turnovers, and it felt eight, like more, and it felt like twenty seven turnovers. Holy, Did does he it fit, ma- hold on? How Did he in the, how could mini? you give a supermax to a guy who does not know how to dribble a basketball? I've been asking this question for a it's long time. Ridiculous, he can't dribble a basketball. Eight turnovers, one of nine from three. You're going to give that dude the supermax? you got to be out of your living mind. So he did not have more turnovers than the Heat in total, but he did beat the Heat starters. Seven of four. Over the, over the course of this series, your next supermax player. My God, it made me long for Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. watching this Correct. episode. Oh, I, I, Seven uh, of 43 from three. Uh, that is a tasty 16.2% from three yeah. for Jalen Brown. But How he kept pathetic shooting. was that? Oh, he kept shooting. Uh-huh. Like, and every time, the, it felt like every time the Celtics would get within 10, and you're like, um, okay, m- maybe. Or Splash eight, time. Or maybe. Here goes Jalen Brown turning the damn ball, just having it ripped out of his hands. What an awful basketball player. Okay, judged by last night. Well, there's more than just and last no, night. No, there's more than just last night. I, I seriously would give me serious misgivings. Holy oh, I think smoke. that's actually the most depressing thing is when everyone keeps doing the— Under no circumstances. You know, it's Shams. Under no circumstances are we going to play that guy the Supermax. But at the same time, it's like, what do you do? No, you do. You have to. But my point is, is that here you are— By the way, let's not leave his free throw shooting out of this either. How was his free throw shooting, Jeffrey? Well, Jeff, I'm glad you asked because he shot 66.7% from the line. Oh, my God. Very thoughtful guy, though. Yes, of course. That's what I care about. 8 of mm-hmm. 23. 23. 8 of 23. Seriously, if that was Dylan Brooks. Oh, gosh. You know, like people, it, the, the, yeah. 8 of 23, 1 of 9 from 3. Just kept shooting. 8 flipping. Turnovers. At least Jason Tatum had an excuse, although I'll be honest. I'm, I'm uh, not buying it. Ah, uh, shell of himself. Uh, yeah. He seemed to be fine until he looked they started like losing. He like a lot of the himself yeah. that we saw, honestly, in some previous games. Yeah. Right? Like, when he didn't have a strained, a sprained ankle. Uh, he was... Uh, uh, he was 11 of 47 from the series, for the from three for the series. Just pathetic. Between the two of them, Brown and Tatum, 33 points, two of 13 from three. Over their last two games, including the victory in game six, in those two games, critical moments, Brown and Tatum, a combined two of 25 from three. Yeah, but, I mean, they kept shooting. Hey, is Michael Malone mad that we're not talking about uh, the heat? <laughs> Like, we're supposed to be – here's the truth. It's more fun in a lot of circumstances and more compelling to talk about the team well, on the way out. I understood why people got upset with Mannix from the – when he says, like, well, you know, they're, they're boring. I will say this, though. When you watch 
How many times can you sit there and say this about Denver? They're really good. Jokic is awesome. Like, yeah, but what what makes them more boring than, like, what makes them more boring than Milwaukee? Did people say I hate Milwaukee because they're boring? Because I, I guess Giannis dunking the ball. Is, I think it's more, honestly, I prefer watching Jokic play the Giannis play. I agree with you on that, but I also think it's harder to, it's harder to describe Jokic because it, like, to me, it's like. Is okay, it there's no drama? No, I think it's because it's just not physically demanding. Like, it's not just like, oh, my God. <sighs> anyway, what a dog of an effort by Boston. And, uh, and I was rooting for Boston, too. That pains me. I was explaining uh, last night that everything I want, like last night's perfect example. Everything I want in sports mm-hmm. does not happen. I, I didn't want it badly. I didn't have a particular dog right, in the this, fight last this night. This didn't alter your But I was your rooting emotions. for Boston. And... A little more strenuously, I was rooting for Dallas over Las Vegas. But yeah, but that, that, that's just because Jack Eichel, the Sabres' once upon a time best player, was traded to Las Vegas. See, I think that's more pure. Like, I, the, it's I compl- pure pettiness. You admire that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also not pure pettiness. Like, Jack didn't exactly – like, I didn't I, – as someone who's just a casual NHL fan – He's kind of known as by the time he left Boston, he's kind of a malcontent. He's kind of a malcontent cancer, and and the sad thing is now he's able to redefine himself. Yeah, and uh, away from Buffalo. I actually think that's sports. If you sit there and you go like, "I'm not super pumped about this," Uh, but anyway, so those are the two things I wanted last night. Neither thing happens because nothing I ever want in sports happens. Sadly for the city of Memphis, I'm rooting for all your teams, (laughs) so uh, that that makes it difficult for the city of Memphis. Um, But how about the city of Boston? Yeah. The city of Boston has now, in the NHL, as the Panthers played the Bruins, and last night as the Heat played the Celtics, you have two number eight seeds at home for game sevens. Bruins had Panthers at home for a game seven. Celtics had the Heat at home for a game seven. And you lost them both. I have to. I have to. I have to bolster my own disappointment with the Celtics losing by really marinating in the misery of Boston fans, who are I have to remind also myself Pats also Pats fans. Correct. And uh, and they're also Pats fans. They had all the damn Red Sox World Series. They had all the Super Bowls. They had like they've had plenty of good stuff to happen to them. I didn't need more good stuff to happen to him last night. I will say this, though. The thing that's been a little annoying, I think Celtics fans think of themselves... As underdogs. Well, no. As plucky. No, I think they think of themselves like they win at the level the Pats do. And it's like, okay... Do you? You think they think them they they're, they're that they win at they're, that level, or do you think they think that they're long suffering? I now? think they do the. I think they do the. What is it? Seventeen championships, and it's like, all right, let's let's. How go, many of them are Celtics championships? Let's go. Let's go through this millennium. <laughs> let's start there. Like, I'll, I, besides last night, and and obviously, listen, you can look at a lot of things that happened last night. The the Heat, and by the way, the other thing I was right about is after Game 5, the subject was, would the Celtics pull this off? And right here on this radio station, again, sometimes my genius stuns even me. Correct. I said no. because That's why we keep the tape. Just to make it. Like, sometimes we need to go back like, Boston nailed it. 
because there will come a game where 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 Miami hits three pointers and, and Boston, Boston doesn't. Won't. Like it just like it's not going to happen game after game after game. It had happened in game five. It's not going to happen in game six and game seven. Sure enough, last night the Heat were fourteen of twenty eight from three. The Celtics were nine of forty three from three. But this wasn't, by the way, just oh, some nights you make shots, some nights you don't. The quality of shots was stunning in it in the difference. Like Miami was doing whatever the hell they wanted. Correct. It felt like getting the shots they wanted, the threes that they got were open threes, and getting the guys they wanted, and to the take guys they getting they wanted the shots. Yes. And anytime Jimmy, anytime Jimmy Butler wanted like whoever he wanted, he got him. Wanted Derek White, he, he, and 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 by contrast, it felt like the Celtics were just kind of taking turns and playing with this. Uh, uh, they need a, a real. Panic. They need a real point guard. Like that's to me. That's been the most obvious need thing. A real point guard. Like smart can't do it. You got these two wing players. Yes. Each who want the ball. Correct. Each who need. And then you've got. And they're not. And Brown. Brown is clearly not a creator. Right. I think we've learned that. I think we've unless it's mayhem. Correct. And Tatum's maybe not as great of a creator as the reputation is. So then the question is, uh, where do they go from here? And it will, of course, center on Jalen Brown. And um, I, I'm, I am of the view, generally, is patience is a virtue. Um, you just have to... You, you, honestly, you look at the Stanley Cup playoffs. You had the, you had the Las Vegas Golden Knights who... who They've been long-suffering. No, but they last last year they didn't even make the playoffs. Like they didn't even make the sure. playoffs, and like, but they had they they had the right players. They had to get healthy. They whatever else. The Panthers last year were the number one team. Were the number one team got bounced in the first round, and they actually did make some dramatic changes. But here they are. Like I I believe in patience. Look at Denver. Look at the Denver Nuggets. I believe fundamentally in patience. The problem is is knowing if you have the mix right. If you have the mix right. You want to have be, you want to be patient. If you if you in your heart managing a team, say, listen, this is the right. We got the right people in the locker room. We have the right mix of players. It didn't go our way this year. We had injuries. Whatever it is, we just need to run it back, tweak, etc. Then do it and don't be bullied in or panicked into making. Giant changes, um, and that is the that is the fundamental question. The question is, how do you know? How, and the question is, how do you know? Because I think a hundred percent. I think the things that we can learn about the two teams in the finals, both front offices or ownership groups, however you want to define it. Pat Riley could have easily Stan Van Gundied. He could have easily done that to Spolstra at the beginning. Yeah, you Especially, got two two head coaches that are they just and both and both. Both organizations sat there and said, we got the right guy. We believe in them. We're sticking with him. Spolster, obviously, now he's at the point where it's like, okay, he he's clearly one of the best. But there were clear times in which it wasn't obvious to stick with him, and they chose to stick with him. So, Same thing for Malone. Let's apply these lessons to the local franchise. All right. The Memphis Grizzlies. Not, not in terms of Taylor Jenkins. Yeah. But in terms of the broader questions. And leave Jaw aside for a minute. We'll get to Jaw eh, next second. What about Jaws like as a basketball we'll get, player? Yeah, just uh, as a basketball player. We talk about Jaws as a basketball player. Yeah. I think fundamentally, Jaw, Jaron, Dez, 
you've got the right guys. I actually think one of the questions is, is did you need to declare that Dylan isn't coming back? Like, you know, like, was that precipitous? You've got the right guys. They each have their challenges. Des needs foot surgery. Jaron needed needed foot surgery. Need, needs to recover now. Needs a swift and, and full recovery. Uh, Jaron, we saw, honestly, we saw in the, in the, against the Lakers. Great in game one. There is another level that Jaron needs to get to, right? There, I, you, believe, you believe that. He took a massive step this year. There's another level he needs to get to uh, because he was, Anthony Davis was the better player. And then, Ja, we know about his challenges. Um, but I tend to think I feel pretty good about him. And then you look at, let me ask you this. You look at Caleb Martin. Yep. 26 points, 10 rebounds last night, 11 to 16. Here's a dude undrafted. He played for the two Wolfpacks. He played for NC State Wolfpack, and he played for uh, uh, Nevada. Nevada Wolfpack. Yeah. Right. He was a Wolfpack guy through mm-hmm. and through in college, but was undrafted, uh, was picked up by Charlotte, spent two years in Charlotte with his twin brother. Charlotte picked their twin brother over him, basically, mm. cut him loose. He then got a tryout to go... Uh, to go try out and scrimmage uh, for the Heat. Jay Cole, the rapper, you're familiar with his work. Yes, of course, you could. He called Karan Butler and helped him get this workout. And just uh, people helping people. Just people helping people, and he uh, impresses. Um, basically, PJ Tucker leaves the Heat and he moves into essentially that that. That spot in the lineup. Like last year in Game Seven, stand in the corner and last hit this year 30. in Game Seven, he didn't play. Yeah, and this year he does what he does. Does that give you any hope for the Grizzlies fringe players? So it could. Here's where I would say it would give me some hope. It does prove you don't have to. Like everyone I mean, keeps could, thinking, could David like, Roddy be that. Not that exactly, okay, but, but like, and this would be David the Roddy, this would be the butt. Caleb Caleb Martin went from not and went from not getting up, not playing in the game seven last year to twenty six points and ten rebounds. Why can't David Roddy do that? Oh, I mean, th- that's the thing. It's like you're not asking these guys to be or Zaire Williams. You're not asking or Jake Laravia or like not all of them. Correct. You need one, yeah, one two. or two of them. The problem though is. I believe that the Heat are better at identifying things that work, and then the, and the then other thing placing is, them in the right. Correct. I think. I think if you ask, like, if I have to define what is Eric Spolstra's superpower, I think he is the best at the NBA of sizing up what his guys can't do and what they can do, and he never asks them to do something they can't do. It's why, like, if you think about Spolstra, he doesn't really have like an offensive system. He doesn't have a defensive system. He seems to be the guy that very clearly goes, what do I got? What can we do? All right, let's do that. The argument, by the way, for the Celtics running it back or some version of running it back, what the argument choice for do patience they have? <laughs> is, A, what choice do they have? B, if you believe in the Jason, sprain, Jason Tatum sprained ankle, you can go ahead and hook your hopes on that. Sure. I, I don't put much into that. Malcolm Brogdon was clearly hurt, though. Like Malcolm yeah, Brogdon no, I, was 100% yeah. hurt, and during his time on the court, uh, they went from up nine to six to down twenty seven twelve. Like yeah. it was a, he was a disaster last night. 
Uh, Robert Williams may have been sick, like whatever else. Coach makes a, you know, I don't know if they're going to make a coaching change or not, but it feels I like I think you not. have to talk yourself either into coaching change or we, we're we getting an elite-level assistant with him. Oh, the old Josh Pastner yeah. needs an X oh, and O's yeah. coach next oh, to him? Oh, yeah. Um, maybe, though, that's, I don't know. Um, anyway, it was. I think you talk yourself into a coaching change. You it was. Don't do it. Uh, you just don't want to say it right now. Speaking of, by the way, we do have, uh, there is coaching news. Nick Nurse to the 76ers. Adrian Giffen, Giffen, who was his assistant to Milwaukee. How about that? Uh, and you you continue to wonder whether. whether Yeah, I'm still just not convinced that Nurse is like a plus coach. Also in the NBA, we have the great burner. Con- we have the great <laughs> burner phone controversy. Now, 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 we're, now we're cooking Eric with gas. Lew- Eric Lewis just goes to show. This is another truth. The social media is not your friend, ladies and gentlemen. No. Eric Lewis, and it can it, and, it, and it can it, ruin your career, and it can get after anyone any age. <laughs> yeah, uh, not just the kids' problem. Uh, there's this. Uh, there's this. Bur- there's this uh, Twitter account allegedly that's tweeting all about Eric Lewis. Weirdly enough, just about Pri- Eric Lewis. Primarily to Lakers fans. Primarily uh, about the NBA official Eric Lewis. And uh, and there was some, to such an extent that there was some suspicion that it was Eric Lewis. And then the, the account claimed, no, 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 that it's Eric Lewis's brother, Mark. Mm. Is that and, better? Uh, now there's an investigation uh, into all of this. Anyway. All right, we uh, we're going to talk more. Which, which one of your brothers would have your your burner? Patient, yeah, yeah. Patience or no patience? Does does all of this? How do you feel in the wake of everything we've seen in the NBA? Not having to do with the Grizzlies offseason at all, just the other stuff. Does it change the way you feel about the Grizzlies at all, either positively, negatively, the same? I still feel, I still feel positive. I do also want to – I don't want to, like, gloss past. I'm not convinced that the front office currently is, like, some type of remarkable talent identifier. Like, I do think if you – I think if you break it down, I think they're going to have a mixed bag just as any front office is going to. It's not like every single time Pat Riley or, or Spolstra pick a guy that that guy goes on to have what's this kind the, of success. What's the biggest – the biggest hit is Desmond Bain. I think so. hundred percent. Like it's not even close. Yes. And then the I would say Brandon. Victory is Devin Brandon. Right. Brandon would be the next. Correct. Although not not at the level. Honestly. And then given the contract that he got, like not some and I will uh, say though, I think Brandon is significantly more valuable in the playoffs than he is the regular season. When he, everybody he starts to go small, he, you get him there, yeah. you get him where they got him. That's cl- a clear victory. He also clearly helped them win a playoff series. Like I think that's a hit. Yes. But the, I also would make okay, the so argument. Then what's, what's the biggest? Uh, what's the biggest? And the biggest whiff is Zaire. I think the biggest whiff is Zaire, and the other problem that I keep seeing or is the biggest with, whiff is just deciding when, a, they, Zaire, when they decide B, to go deciding up, to go young. When they decided when they decide to move up, their record's not great. Right, but in terms of specific transactions, yeah. and and this year just like tripling, tripling down, down on youth. Like, yes, and I don't even care. It's not even this. I think it's less of it's less quote unquote youth. I don't think that this team was very tough. I think they do not value toughness, and I think toughness is actually something. I'm not saying every single player needs to be some type of bulldog, but you had to have more than they did, and especially once Steven went down. Once Steven went down, it was like they had nothing. When Steven went down, it was a disaster, and when disaster strikes, you know who to call. Service master by Cornerstone. 
Uh, Service Master by Service Master actually uh, recently, how about this? Recently named uh, Service Master's Franchise of the Year. Um, the single number one best franchise. So when your uh, bacon is in the fire, is that an expression? In the pan, yeah. In the pan, whatever it is. Yeah. It's service man. No, no one, no one in the country better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Locally owned, locally operated, largest franchise within miles and miles and miles. You got a twenty-four hour phone line, so you can call at any point. They work with every insurance company. They are the folks who can. If disaster does strike, and I'm talking about tree fall on your house, wind damage, whatever it is, uh, water pipes exploding, uh, smoke, fire, mold, whatever it is, it is 901-RESPOND. That's how you get them. 901-RESPOND. Just put that in your phone so you have it if and when you need it. Hope you don't need it. But if you do need it, there is some comfort knowing that the best franchise, best Service Master franchise in the country, Service Master by Cornerstone, is right here in Memphis, Tennessee. All right, when we come back, Ja unfollowed people on social media. This has to mean something. We got a lot of other stuff to get into. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then uh, Fish on Friday on Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Feels like a Monday. It's a Tuesday. Jeff Cockatcher, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You ready to get your ride on at Gossett Mitsubishi? Inventory is arriving daily, and we're ready to put you in a new ride today. Get seven seats and 27 MPG combined in your new 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. We Gossett at $33,285 or $469 a month. And the winner takes all in 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander PHEV. 420-mile total range, 64 combined MPGE, and 38 minutes best charging time. We Gossett at $449 a month. And you'll always get peace of mind with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Outlander 469, Outlander PHEV 449. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, or shop online at memphismitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. 
Outlander PC 04645 MSRP 33785 PHEV PZ 043032 MSRP 48230 includes all rebates and incentives PF 695 excludes tax title and license with approved credit CD for complete details offer valid through end of the month dealer stock only the showboats are back in Memphis oh we can't wait to have you for the USFL let's go get your seats now for this weekend's home game here we go be a part of the new era of pro football at Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium as the showboats seek to reclaim their USFL legacy tickets start at just $10 so bring the whole family and don't miss the showboats exciting matchup it's a touchdown Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right your taste buds will be best buds with Dr. Pepper Float Ice Cream from Bluebell. The rich taste of creamy vanilla ice cream swirled together with the one-of-a-kind flavor of delicious Dr. Pepper. Treat yourself to a pint or half gallon today. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being Bluebell half gallon six forty nine when buying two or seven ninety nine each at Kroger with shopping card through May thirtieth. Hey Mary, is that a new phone? Yeah, just upgraded at T Mobile. Their new Go Five G Plus plan gives me the same great phone deals as new customers. I am so jealous. AT and T's got me locked into a three year device contract, and my phone is locked to their network too. Ooh, that's a long time. Three years. That's like the length of two and a half relationships. It's time to ditch AT and T. Bring your locked phone, and T Mobile will pay it off, and they'll give you a new 5G phone for free. Boom! You hear that, AT and T? Introducing the Easy Unlock. Bring your AT and T locked phone, trade it in, and T Mobile will pay it off up to six hundred and fifty bucks, and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones for free. Plus, next time you're ready for an upgrade a whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid MasterCard in 15 days. Free phone via 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Ctmobile.com. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish, so we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. Como te llamas? Como te amas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've shortened the time from harvest to home for our tasty tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. So no matter how you shop, you have more time with your fresh produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Enjoy summer festival savings on T-Bone Steaks. Just $7.99 a pound in the family pack with your card and digital coupon. Limit five. Kroger, fresh for everyone. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadeghi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight. 
to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Listen, it's a time of celebrations. You say Memorial Day. Now we got uh, we got grads still, and we got Father's Day coming up. I would recommend Bounty on Broad as a place to celebrate because not only is the food delicious, not only are the people great, it's got a, just a happy vibe to the place. Honestly, you walk in, it's gorgeous, gorgeous restaurant right there on Broad Avenue. And. Uh, when I went with Jennifer Big, she, she, she said, it's got a happy vibe. That's exactly right. It's a high-end restaurant, but you don't have to whisper. It's got, like, a happy vibe. It's fun. Plus, fried oysters, best I've ever had in my life. It is Bounty on Broad. So take the grad or the dad or whoever you love there. On Wednesdays, Wine Now Wednesdays, bottles and glasses of wine, half price. Phone number is 410-813-1410-813-1215-19. Broad Avenue. Chris Harrington coming up next, then Fish on Friday. On Tuesday, uh, Jeffrey, before any of that, let me ask you this. Is this the week we hear about John Moran? I asked that same question last Monday. Mm-hmm. And I turned out to be right with saying I didn't want to juice it. And I believe I answered, I got a, a lot of things wrong right recently, but I, I said yes. I said yes, last week was the week. And last week, in case you missed it, not was, the not, week. was not the week. This week's gotta be the week. Maybe they, maybe it doesn't. Maybe they just wait. Maybe they just. Wait I mean, do they really the want to do it during the over. middle of the finals? Maybe you wait till the finals are over. How much time do we have between the finals and the draft? Like a week, week and a half? I'm trying to think. Maybe. There's time. There's time. Just drop it between the end of the finals and the. Uh, and so like literally like two days after like what? What's the? Do you have to do it after the parade? I think you do it. Day of the parade. Who the hell cares about a parade? Yeah, but like if you're the okay, league, day after the parade. But fine. if you're the league, you don't want to like. You don't want to ruin the. You don't want to ruin no, on like that parade. You, you don't want to hear from people being like, "You're trying to ruin our literally our okay, parade." Fine. Like, don't ruin our parade. Okay, so literally the day after the parade. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And uh, June twenty second is the draft. Oh God, are we really not going to get it this week? Okay, so the news. The news. We gonna call? Are we gonna call this news? Developments. <laughs> I don't know. News is strong. Okay, a couple of couple of bits then. A couple of developments. One is they had the uh, they had the AU tournament right there over at the fairgrounds. Correct. This weekend, right? EYBL. EYBL tournament. I don't, uh, I'm now looking at it. Do you realize that this series? Now I don't expect this series to go seven. Do you realize that this thing goes seven? It goes to June 18th. Really? Yeah. It's not gonna go seven. It's not going to go again, seven. we didn't think any either. Correct. The other two I've been doubting the heat either. the whole time. So, so maybe it will go seven. Um, the uh, EYBL at the EYBL, the Jaw Shoes, the Hunger. I like to call them the Hunger. Of course, um, the colorways. 
Hunger Ways. You may, you people out there, may think that Ja is now anathema. There's a word. Anathema. You can look it up. But no. This is just adding to his street cred. Because everyone's wearing the Ja one. Everyone's wearing the, including LeBron's kid was wearing the new Jaws. How about that? What does this tell you, Jeffrey? Uh, they're they're very comfy. I don't popular. Think, I don't think price point was I, good. I, listen, it's they're been a marketed while. well. It's been a while since I was sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. I don't think when you're sixteen and seventeen, you choose your clothing based on very no, comfy. That, that comes later. Very comfy. That, yes. that comes at yes thirty eight. Whatever, 34? Uh, when does very comfy become the main criteria? I think it's the first time that you realize, like, <laughs> my well, feet hurt, and there's, like, there's are other things I can do about it. That's when maybe, you, it's, maybe it's just when the ship is sailed correct. on very stylish correct. or very hip or very uh, whatever else. Uh, and uh, so I don't think they're wearing them because it's very comfy. John's still hot, man. John's still hot. Any of you who ever doubted it aren't paying attention. So that's one. Two, that was a development. To the other development, I, I, I did not notice this myself, and I credit myself for not noticing this. But Ja, evidently, I feel dirty just for even mentioning this. He unfollowed people. Yeah, no, no. Not did he just unfollow people, evidently. He unfollowed Devontae Pack, his best friend. The, the man that he called his brother, mm-hmm. uh, the fellow who was, uh, who was kicked out of FedEx for him for maybe, maybe not, pointing a gun at the Pacers, but for certainly walking onto the court and being a general troublemaker Correct. At, the, at the arena, uh, who was then there at the strip joint, who was... Who also... It should it be was noted, on his Instagram Live. Right, but did have the sense to put the phone down. <laughs> did quickly put the phone down. No longer uh, on on Instagram. What? So so there here here I'll give you two theories. All right, I'll give you three theories. One is number one. Meaningless nothing. Just stop paying attention and pay attention to the real world. Like there's real problems and there's real things and this is not something. Okay, but that's not really an explanation. Any attention to that's advice. Okay, okay, it's meaningless. There is no explanation. Okay. There is no explanation. One is there's simply, it's random, no explanation. Okay. That's not actually, couldn't it be? You know, the, 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 there has to be an explanation. They don't just, he didn't just fall off. So, okay, next one is, uh, there's been a giant schism. There's been a giant schism within the Morant inner circle, and Ja has laid down the law and said, Devontae Pack, out of my life, nothing but trouble since you have entered my life. Be gone. Be good. That's number two. Okay. Okay. Number three is. Number three. There's been no such schism. They're still friends. But people in the greater John Morant universe have realized that some things have to change here. And so this is the start the JMU. of some changes that have to be made. We're putting things in place as we move towards a more rational way of living and interacting on social media. So it's like a checklist. It's sort of like making your, yeah, yeah just, just we're, we're, we're tidying up. Okay. We're tidying up. It's an effort to tidy up. What's, what's the, uh, that so woman that, is, what's the is, woman that's the, the clutter big, woman that 
that I told Maria you. Maria Kunda. Yeah, she's a right. fraud. But this, yeah. uh, you hold up. Well, yeah. Here's what you do. Does you, it bring me joy? Does it bring you joy? You think of Devontae Pack. Does this bring me joy? But it's not whether Devontae Pack brings you joy. It's whether Devontae socials bring you joy. It's whether his socials what if, bring you what joy. What if he's pretty good with the memes? And you say he does not bring you joy. I don't really have any explanation except for a schism and a tidying up. Uh, the other one is just like it, it, uh, it, literally the other uh, choice three C would be maybe there's an explanation, but it is a total waste of time to pay any attention to figuring what out. What yeah, it is. but th- I think that's a like again, that's advice. That's a cop out. Yeah, well, that's just advice. Right. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, you're right. That's not the same as an explanation. Do you think there is an explanation? I think it's. I think it's some there version. Is something. It's some version of two or three. It's either to me. It's either very much like it is what it is, where it's a schism, and you know, there, there's. It could have been Devante saying, "Be gone, John. I'm sick of being your scapegoat." Well, that wouldn't make very much sense. <laughs> would not. Would not be wise. Um, I don't know, make much. Sense. I don't know if you're familiar with the rules of freeloading, but you, you don't break up with. You don't break up with the gravy train. Um, it has to be to be two or three, and. I lean more towards probably three than two and that this is some type of, all right, we know that we're, we're bearing down on punishments and whatnot. We got to start keeping up with appearances and we got to start making it look like we're doing more changes probably than we are. The weird thing though is, does this count as getting back on social? I mean, I thought we just spent all last week saying bye to social media. Does this yeah. count? Like, like, it? Are we in oh, that? I see. Are, are we you, in a situation? You if you're saying goodbye to certain people Correct. on social, are you? No, oh, yeah, yeah, but I never believed he was saying goodbye. To right, social but media. but there are people that were saying yes. we're haters because he, he, he like was, he was never saying that was never saying goodbye to social media. Correct. That was an attention move. But my question oh, is that or cry but for But my help. question is, my question is, why are we just are we just like are we differentiating by saying? If he gets on social media to do, to like block people or to get people out of his life that may or may or not be destructive, that's a good thing. But at the same time, I thought we were all on the same page. Like, we just want him off social. <sighs> all right. Uh, this week? I don't think so, right? I don't you think don't. they're going to do it during the middle of the. I do not think they're going to do it it's during, the, during middle the, the middle of the finals. It's not during the middle. It's right now. Here's the day. How about today? How about today? No day, no time like the present. I just still think they're going to news dump it, don't you? All right. Well, there you go. I wish they'd get it done. Uh, I do wish they would get it done. In other news, we've got complaints, Jeffrey, over on Twitter, that mm-hmm. here we are talking about the NBA Finals when the showboats, when the showboats, if the season ended today. The hottest team in the league. If the season ended today, they would be in the playoffs. They have won four in a row, including Take Sunday when they beat the Houston Gambler. Once again, another thriller. Avenging their, avenging their, avenging last, their loss. last loss. Yes. Houston Gamblers had won four in a row. The Showboats had won three in a row. And now the Showboats uh, pull it out. They have won four Crazy. in a row. And they would have uh, and they would, would, uh, would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. Good news, Jeff. Yeah. 43 minutes ago, R.J. Young. We got a, we got a power rankings, a USFL power rankings. We have a USFL power rankings. Oh yeah. Okay. Showboats are the boats are at number one. Number one. Number what is one. It, does, is there narrative? Is oh, there yeah. a narrative? What does it say? Uh, the Showboats entered the fourth quarter with a double-digit lead, blew that lead, then came back to win it late when quarterback Cole Kelly found former LSU wideout Derek Dillon 
on a short pass that Dylan turned into a 64-yard tackle-breaking yak attack for the game-winning score. I imagine Al Capone's whoop that trick made another appearance at the stadium following the TD. I like how we have to envision it. Uh, the Showboats have won four in a row, matching the Breakers and the Gamblers for the longest winning streak this season. All of a sudden, the Showboats are putting W's in the column like Young Dolph put mixtapes in the streets. Memphis is actually the second worst in the league in converting third downs this season, but the Showboats have made up for that by being the most aggressive and efficient Stingy. team on fourth down, converting oh, 71%. Who would have ever thought Todd Haley, big analytics Game guy? Game was uh, delayed. I think because of TV issues, the game was delayed. Uh, I got I got some notification, and I, I have no idea how many people were there or not there. But um, it's funny. I was corresponding with someone from the showboats about how best to mark. The question came: How best to market the team? And and uh, and the truth of the matter is, I don't like. That's not my. I'm with all due respect. I don't. I'd love for you to be successful, but that's not my my job. Like I, some, I don't know. I've that. I'm not a professional marketer. Right? Not Correct. My, not my gig. But it does strike me. The most appealing thing about the showboats, the reason that I think one would go is it's a nice day. Yes. It's like, an afternoon. Know, it's a night, yeah. Like to me, it's not the story of, you know, the the human interest story of the quarterback or the wide receiver from LSU or, out, yeah. or whatever else. It's 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 the same pitch that the basic Redbirds have to get people down AutoZone Park, which Correct. is, it's a lovely afternoon. Like, you sit there, you get a beer or a Coke or whatever it is you like to drink and a hot dog. There you can't have a hot dog. It's acceptable. Uh, or a corn dog or whatever it is. A Prano Pup. Do we have the Prano Pup trucks there? I need to find out. I don't out. know. And, uh, or a giant-ass turkey leg, if they have mm. those there. Oh, the and you just enjoy the freaking day. You're sitting in the sunshine. The weather's glorious. Football's fun. It's, it's Now we're Fewer than 100 days, but still close to 100 days mm -hmm. till uh, college football. And to me, that's the best. Isn't that the best advertisement for the showboats? It's fun. Yeah, no, I think you have to. The problem is you have to use. I understand they want to get excited about the team. I just think you have to market it just like you do minor league baseball. Like you market minor league sports generally. Yes. The, the reality is, like, the result is not why people are going there. Right, it's not it's about something to do. It's entertainment. It's not about Josh Allen. By the way, Correct. Josh Allen has a new girlfriend. I gather. Is this yeah, bad news? So, I've been trying to spin zone this in my head. I really liked the fact that Josh broke up with his girlfriend coming into the season because I thought it was going to be let's focus on the football. Okay. But now we're getting reports of Josh dating an actress. Oh no! And <sighs> I did see some. I will say she seems like a normal like of the actresses. But I really was looking forward to 2023 Josh being the year focused on the football. Instead of fancy free. Who is she? She is Haley Steinfeld. She Steinfeld. Seems, yes. She seems to be like a slash where started out as like a singer, Disney, poppy star, and has made what her way. Where would I recognize so she, her work? Uh, the most recent thing she did was she was on Hawkeye, which was one of the Marvel TV shows with, with Jeremy Renner. But... She played Emily Dickinson on an Apple TV Plus show. Um, she's she's not like A-list, but she's got game, I guess, is how I would say it. Well, good for Josh. Glad, uh, I don't I, know. I, 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 I she hope seems lovely. Other NFL news, by the way. DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't know when this happened relative to when our last show was. Uh, it was Friday in was, between yeah, he shows. Was, he yes. was cut loose after our last show. Um, Arizona had tried to trade him, tried to trade Correct. him, tried to trade him. 
no one would take him largely because of his contract, and so they let him go. Now there's some question where he would land, and the problem is the landing spots that seem logical for DeAndre Hopkins, from from his perspective, don't necessarily seem logical for the team's perspective. My beloved Buffalo Bills won because they have no money, right? And so, sure, could he be helpful? Yeah, absolutely. Kansas City, same thing. Kansas City also has the no money problem. Uh, the Ravens have the we already fixed our receiving uh, core problem, right? right? Uh, and the money problem. And so that leaves that leaves. I do think this is the logical landing spot. Maybe this will perk their their mood their mood up after last night. It leaves the New England Patriots, doesn't it? I'm just so happy for them. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'd also heard mentioned. So obviously, I would prefer the Steelers. Um, doesn't also Hopkins kind of feel like a Steelers receiver? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I can see him in the black and gold. I mean, I think the Bears are also another possibility. You wonder why Carolina wouldn't be interested. I guess the thing is he wants to go ostensibly. Like he went on some podcast and he talked about how he wanted to play with an all-pro quarterback and how he wanted to win, right? Correct. And um, that's not – But I think, with all due respect, that's not Bears and that's not Yeah, Panthers. I do think, though, your I think your opinion gets changed when you get cut. Right. I think when you get cut, that, that kind of changes And he things. also might want to get paid. Right. I, well, I presume he's going to try to make up whatever he ends up losing. I mean, the teams, does Detroit make some sense? Like, are they just going to load up on, entirely on offense? Other news before we get to Chris Harrington coming up next. Uh, SEC meetings this week. Yeah. They will decide whether to, I presume, will decide whether to expand the conference schedule to nine games from I think I think games. it's very possible they punt again. They could just punt again. Yes. Where but are, I guess, you, I guess to your you, point is that makes a decision. Where are you on this? Um, I am in favor of the nine-game schedule because most of the people that are not in favor of the nine-game schedule are coaches that know uh, if I get one extra win against a— Well, that's—so the, the only reason— It's better for the fan. The only reason not to do the nine-game schedule— Hey, let's—I can look at it from the Memphis perspective. If I'm just looking at the SEC from the Memphis perspective— do I want them to have the eight-game schedule? I can make an argument, sure, because that more that more likely to get an SEC team on our schedule if they have more non-conference games. So I could, I would make the opposite argument. Not, no, because they're still going to keep they're still going to keep the FCS game no matter what. Right, and like in the end, the reason the reason why they're not expanding nine is coaches. Well, no. That are like in those mid. The, the real, the real reason not to expand. The reason to expand is, let's be honest, better games. Okay, you expand yes. the games, better games, better for the fans. Yes. Uh, it's is it, in this day in and age where you keep the, talking about. In yeah. terms of the product, it's not even close. It's better to yes. have a nine-game schedule than an eight-game schedule. Yes. The Big Twelve has a nine-game schedule. The Pac-12 has a nine-team schedule. The Big Ten has a nine-game schedule. Have a freaking nine-team schedule. Yes. ACC doesn't. But anyway, so like, come on, don't be. And the only reason not to is that I'm the coach at Mississippi State and I want another W so it looks better for me Correct. so I can get a new contract extension so people will get off my back so I can point to my win-loss record even though I'm getting my ass kicked in conference. Correct. Because no one ever looks at the conference record. Right. That Those are the arguments. Yeah. And shockingly, that second argument is holding sway so far. Correct. Because there's more teams, there's more teams that fall into that category. Cowardice, yes. basically. Yes. 
Yeah, everyone likes an extra win. Yes. And they're getting 50 million bucks anyway. Like, right. who cares? Like, it's not like it's hurting. It's not like the product isn't successful. So why not make everybody happy? It's human beings making these decisions, and the human beings like Ws. They like to look good. They like to pad their resume. So therefore, that's why they're – and there's no need to do it because they're already the most well, successful so, conference. So this is where there's no need to do it yet, but they're having the same problems that everyone else is having. It's really tough now to sell all your season tickets because human beings are the ones buying season tickets. And they all sit there and go, Why are right, going to see this for the price of for the price of all my season tickets, my donation, everything all in, I can go and see the two games that I want to see. Go, yeah, maybe I'm spending three times what I'd pay for these two tickets, but I can go see the games that I want, and I don't have to worry about dealing with the rest. And the, a lot of people are making that decision. And now, like I, this is just the classic. Like, you gotta start giving people reasons to go and give them more games they'll go. So the reason you would do it is actual fannies in the seats. Correct. Which is a problem that they have started to have. Yes. Along with everybody else. Interesting. I, um, but do you think, is the feeling that they're going to punt? My is feeling, feeling is, yeah, I think they're going to punt. That any other news might come out of this. I think they're going to punt. We'll, of course, get the uh, bloated... Uh, this is how much money they gave out. That usually comes on Thursday or Friday, the amount of money per school. I, you know, it's it's Freeze's first time there with, like, real media. I mean, but I that's usually not the setting where people get grilled. Um, Jimbo's been kind of Jimbo-y, but this usually isn't where it starts to – like, this is usually everybody on their best behavior. This, this meeting, media days is when you start to get a little more chippy because, you know, football season's right around the corner. Uh, and then finally – I uh, see there's going to be a new John Madden movie. So I saw rumors with Will Ferrell perhaps yeah. playing Madden. Movie uh, called Madden, produced by Amazon and MGM Studios, directed by David Russell. Uh, and um, there's another, Tom Brady is supposedly doing another project about Madden's life. Uh, Tom Brady, executive producer. But yes, this one is starring Will Ferrell. How do you like Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.